Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Kate Harlow here. Just before you hop into this week's episode, I just wanted to give you a quick announcement and personal invitation um, to join me in my Expanded Love five-day masterclass that's backed by popular demand. Last one was in March, and we had over 150 women who were totally blown away by this free five-day experience. It's happening June 20th through 24th. Every single day I go live and do about a 75-minute class um, every single day for a whole entire week teaching about the different saboteur archetypes that play out in your relational dynamics. So speaking of um, aligned partnership, this is the key to attracting aligned partnership, to attracting healthy growth-based relationships, is not letting your saboteur patterns lead your dating life. And I know I talk so much about the saboteur in the episodes. So if you have been listening for a while, you're very familiar with this term. Also, if you've been in my masterclass before, I highly encourage you to join again. It's totally free, uh, June 20th through 24th week. All you have to do is register at the link below to grab your spot, spread the word to all your girlfriends. It's so much more meaningful when you can do it with a friend. And you also, when you register this time, you'll enter your name into a draw and you have a possibility of winning a spot in my three-month reclamation course where you'll reclaim what I call your heroine, all of who you are. You'll reclaim claim all those repressed aspects of yourself so you can actually create a life and love that you desire. So you can start living from a much more freely, wildly expressed place. So join me in the masterclass. Would love to have you there. Would love to have your energy there. And I know that it will support you deeply in your relationships, in your dating, and would love to have you enter to win the draw um, for my reclamation course. So click the link below, tell all your friends and enjoy this week week's episode. Much love. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 127. What's keeping you from attracting an aligned partner? This is the golden question. Um, I'm first, I just wanted to say, um, I freaking love this podcast. <laughs> Me too. It's like the best is what, well, I have a lot of good parts of my life, but it's one of my favorite things that I do. And I had a client the other day who was um, getting back into some acting and she had a friend that saboteur kind of poo-pooed her doing that. And, mm. or she's actually a friend who's, who's also in my program. And, uh, and I was like, when Catherine and I started the podcast, it was totally for fun. Like get back into acting for the joy of it. How many of us just like dating are attached to a result, attached to getting something. We go on dates looking for a partner. You go to a job interview and attached to the job rather than just doing it for growth, for practice, for fun. 
And that's totally how we set up the podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you to all of our um, loyal listeners, because mm. I know there's so many of you out there. And Catherine and I love so much when you share the impact that the podcast has had on you, when you tell your friends, when you spread the word, like it just means the world to us. This is a yes. message that just needs to be in the hearts and ears of women all over the world and, and men, but definitely women. It's, I know it's changing the game out there. And I, I just am blown away by how many women write or, or start working with me and are like, my life has changed all ready so much just from listening to the podcast, just from us giving them permission to experience something different and see the world and relationships mm-hmm. and love through this empowered new lens. So I just want to speak to that first. We love you. We love you. <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, okay. So the topic of today is all about attracting aligned partnership. And I mean, gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this because I feel like so many facets of my life now are in such alignment that I was saying this to my clients the other day that it's so obvious if something's not in alignment and it, it, it lasts for five seconds or five minutes because I just feel so filled up and aligned. It's, it's to describe what alignment even means for those of you who are thinking, what does that mean? It's just peaceful. It's easeful. It's things just feel good. They feel right. It's just a, a a sense of home and relaxation in my body. And I don't know what it's like for you. And also like joy and turn on and all those great things too. But it's just this, there's just this ease. Even when I go through hard things, I, I don't, I think I'm be, um, quickly mentioned about getting bit in the face by a dog at the beginning or at the end of April here in Greece and like even going through a really traumatic experience like that and I had to have surgery on my face and it was a really really scary traumatic time how I walked through it was so differently because I, I I'm so connected to myself now in my life so aligned partnership like I mean I want to start with creating a life that feels aligned. And so many of us are still making our choices from this disempowered place of thinking our lives should be different. And even, you know, clients who I've worked with for a year, I still hear them every once in a while saying like, oh, but shouldn't my life look like this? Or shouldn't I have this? And like, whenever you hear the word should, you're making a decision or pressure on yourself to have or be or do something that's not your, that's not your decision should is somebody else's voice in your head pointing the finger at you saying, well, you're this age, you should be like this, your life should look like this, you should do this. And um, yeah, so so alignment, I feel like in order to experience aligned partnerships, we have to commit to aligned friendships and aligned business partnerships and aligned careers and aligned homes and aligned environments and aligned cities. My God, watching you go from Boston to North Carolina was like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. You completely changed, like you, you softened so much into who you are. You relaxed so much into who you are from making that move. And you and Grace. Like, and wow. Oh, yeah, and you, oh my God, yes, you definitely <laughs> move to a place that feels aligned. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you started with the alignment. We had to start with that because I think the, what people think alignment is, is someone who's exactly like you. Yes. Right. Or alignment is someone who fits the checklist. I was just of say- whatever you have, oh, yeah. or mm-hmm. alignment is someone your parents approve of, or that looks good on fucking Facebook for your pictures. 
And alignment's not only about what you feel, I would add alignment is about your values. Yeah. And that is often how I, at where I actually begin with clients, because so many women are living in accordance with someone else's value system, with a patriarchal value system that they don't even know what is true for them. And when you love yourself, every decision you make is in alignment with your values. Yeah. And if an alignment in relationship is about shared values, right? Alignment in relationship is about, and this is the other thing I was thinking about this morning. Alignment in relationship is two people who are completely themselves. Mm, Yes. You are only aligned. If when you are with that person, you're not holding back. You're not pretending to be someone you're not. You're not walking on eggshells. Go listen to our episode about settling. (laughs) Alignment is I am fully myself. It is safe for me to be myself, to love what I love, to have the interests that I love, to want to do the things that I want to do. And no one's putting me down. No one's telling me to stop. No one's controlling me. And if you're trying to control someone else, like, guess what? You're not with someone who's aligned. If you're telling yourself, if they just changed these 15 things about themselves, then we'd have a great relationship. Or if they just did X, Y, Z more, then I'd be happy. That's not alignment. Alignment is full acceptance. And what the path, of course, we're going to get into the path to attracting an aligned partner, being aligned with yourself will first start with actually asking yourself, where am I out of alignment? Right. Where am I doing things that I don't actually want to be doing. I also was going to say alignment is with the thoughts you have about yourself. Like what is your self-talk every single day? If you are full of negative self-talk, you're not in alignment with yourself. Yeah. Alignment is knowing who you are and that takes time. Yeah. You might have to slow down in order to discover that you might have to start saying no to things in order to discover that you might have to actually read a couple books about discovering your authentic self to know, because you're not going to find your authentic self in the arms of a partner. You're just not, you're going to find your authentic self. Then you're going to find your arms, yourself in in the arms of an aligned partner, because you have yourself first and then alignment can't help, but happen. And that's the other message around this about attracting aligned partner. It actually can't help, but occur right? The joy of your life, aligned friendships, the right circumstances and people, places, things, it can't help but come to fruition when you have a relationship with yourself. And it comes magically. Like I I say this all the time and I know all the super logical controller (laughs) archetypes out there have a hard time believing in magic. And if you don't believe in the magic of life, the universe, the divine orchestration, the divinity of what's occurring in this world on this planet, you're missing out. You're missing out and life is way fucking harder than it needs to be. Like there is so much magic to be experienced and everything is divinely orchestrated and we all life will orchestrate it for us when we keep choosing ourselves, when we keep showing up for ourselves, when we keep getting honest with ourselves and doing the deeper healing and connecting. I, I just wrote a post. I haven't posted it yet today, but it was about, um, just about the idea of like, if you are choosing a partner from a place of lack within yourself, like you're trying to fill something, you feel like 
there's something wrong with you because you're single or you should be in a relationship or, you know, you're not lovable, you're not worthy, you're not good enough. You know, once you have a partner, all like if you're coming from a any type of lack within yourself, it is your wound choosing that partner, aka your pattern. There's a, there's going to be an alignment, but it's not the soul alignment. It's the pattern alignment and the pattern alignment, your pattern's going to attract the perfect opposite. So we, you and I talked before we hit record about how, especially nowadays, now that personal development and self-inquiry is mainstream, <laughs> way more people are talking about it. Um, there's so much talk about toxic relationships and like, oh, he's a narcissist and an avoidant and emotionally unavailable men and da, da, da. And it's like so much blame speak. And whenever I work with a woman and she's got a big blame story, you know, I've had a lot of clients who are divorced and a lot of them had really messy divorces where they were heartbroken, where they were cheated on, where they had many like horrible things happen. And the first thing we look at is what was their part? Because you play a part and every Every single one of them got into that relationship from a place of lack, from a place of settling, from a place of compromising, from a place of contorting themselves, from a place of trying to rescue someone else. Therefore, the, the part of themselves that's engaging in the relationship is your saboteur and the inner child, the little kid inside. And, and we're trying to fill these parts of ourselves that don't feel worthy, don't feel good enough, don't feel lovable because of our wounding from childhood. And now that's your relational dynamic. You cannot fully let love in from this place. You cannot receive love. You cannot fully experience love when you're coming from a place of lack, which is why it's so important to do. I, I hate the work. Let's find a new word to do, to choose the path of coming home to yourself because to show up for yourself, to learn how to be in relationship with the most important person in your whole entire life, which is you and learn how to relate with yourself when your shit comes up, learn how to own it, learn how to, how to soothe yourself through it, how to reach out and connect and be vulnerable and, and be supported in the healthiest way possible so that you can stop leaning on a partner to do that or getting a guy to fill something in you or a woman, because when you are coming from that place, you're creating a, I, I can't remember where this term comes from, some therapy, probably wound mate relationship, right? It's your wound mates, as opposed to aligned partners. Catherine and I are here to stand for aligned partnerships, aligned friendships, aligned lives where you get to feel freaking good in your life. And you get to feel, we've talked about this a lot lately, is this idea or this concept of feeling met. You get to feel like someone is meeting you at the frequency. Does that mean they're going to be the same as you? No, absolutely not. Maybe, maybe you'll have, some, of course, you're going to have your values in common, but a feeling of being met in a way that you right now from, from a place of lack cannot fathom. But when you learn to trust the divinity of life and you just come home to yourself and you walk through the world from this different vantage point place within yourself, you're going to attract everything differently than you've ever experienced. And it's going to taste so much richer and so much sweeter and so much better than anything you've tasted before. And you'll trust yourself. Yes. You know, and I, I had a closing call with a client last night where of course we did the reflection of all the things that you learned. And so she starts the call with saying, I trust myself now. And then through the reflection, we had to recognize, and how did you get there? Right. It started with, being honest with herself about things. It started with saying, I'm not afraid of being hurt. 
right? She got to trust herself by saying no more in her life to things that were not aligned and putting herself first, right? A lot of times we, we want the like esoteric concept rather than the actual action steps on how to do this. So we just essentially have named all the things that are keeping you from an aligned partner. And I want to anchor it one more time. What's keeping you from an aligned partner is not being in alignment with yourself. And you're not in alignment with yourself if you have limiting beliefs about yourself, like I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. Or you're telling yourself stories like I'll only be worthy if I have a partner or I'll only be happy if I look a certain way or I have that thing. You know, neither of us, like I I have said, it, it still blows my mind how I feel in Charlotte, <laughs> right? And I didn't say to myself like, oh, I'll be happier in Charlotte and I no. hate Boston. It was, okay, this no, Andrew and I had conversations of this no longer feels good. Like we weren't running from something. Cause I think a lot of people can get yes. in that cycle, right? Like I'm going to run to the next thing or the next job outside of myself to avoid whatever inner work I have to do. You're, you're not in alignment with yourself. And again, we haven't talked about this in a while. Um, and who was I talking about this to the fucking cosmopolitan magazines? Like from when we were in high school, like the magazine front page of the covers would be like how to make him, how to drive him wild like how to make him want you and and of course what was on the cover of the magazine is now half of social media marketing but if you are telling yourself that you have to be someone different than who you are in order to attract someone and you're playing all kinds of games of I'm trying to be more irresistible or more attractive or more wonderful and you're probably doing it from external things thinking that it's about what you look like right or following YouTube dating advice instead of listening to the podcast <laughs> that is about a manipulation or, or strategy tactics rather than what we've said several times so far when you are at home in yourself that's why my first signature program is called homecoming when you're at home with yourself you are relaxed right? You're, there's nothing to chase. There's nothing to force. There's nothing to prove. And one of, one of the first things I say in homecoming is trying to prove yourself blocks authenticity, right? If you're walking on eggshells and you're obsessed with saying the right thing or doing the right thing on a date, you're not in alignment with yourself. And what is the big work is recognizing that why we're not in alignment is because of fear. Name, name the fear, right? Whoever's, wherever you are listening right now, like, what are you most afraid of? Usually it's afraid of being abandoned, afraid of being rejected, right? Afraid of not getting what you want. And so then fear is driving the bus. And then whatever your behaviors are, are aligned with that fear rather than it really is as simple as fear of love, my friends. It really is. It's not, it's not simple to put into action, but that's the truth. Fear will create fear. That's what a wound mate is and love creates love fear will never create love never never ever ever and so you have to step into i mean and then and i get it but we have an epic episode on the truth about self-love but i have been thinking about this lately self-love is not this cute thing that you do it's a way of being of walking through the world that says i honor myself I respect myself. I know that I matter. I know that I belong. And most of all, I know that my life is for me. 
no one else, right? I'm not doing things so that I get approval or that I get validation or that I try to fit in, right? When you are at home with yourself, you become like a like a honing device <laughs> to, to all and magnetic, right? To all that is right for you. And the other thing I was thinking when you talked about wound mates, because I just had this conversation also yesterday, is that people that are bonding on dating apps about their traumatic dating stories, mm-hmm. right? Like if you are starting a conversation with someone on a date about what's negative, right? What's, what's it been like for you on the app? Like, What's your, you know, what, um, horror stories do you have? Like, I think unfortunately hinge, like made that a freaking prompt, like worst date ever, right? Why would you bond on that? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. If you, yeah, it's, it's so true. I mean, we're going to do an episode really soon on, uh, getting dating advice from other people, from the wrong people, um, because that's what's happening. Like the saboteur loves to be right. Loves righteousness is one of the core drivers of the saboteur. And it's like, we go gather our friends together and complain about the guy, complain about the dates, complain about all the reasons why there's no men in your city, all that. And whatever you're building a case for is going to be your reality. Like, so what, even where you put your attention and your energy, such a big part of it. And I was thinking about, you know, yes, there's the, like, I'm really glad you brought up the fact of like, you can't just move. So when you and I moved, when I moved to Athens, it was the same thing. It wasn't from fantasy. It was from, it was from like a yes in my body, a trusting my friends are like, but how, like, I didn't even know there was a digital nomad visa when I got here. People were like, but how are you staying? I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I I just know it's going to work out. And I just had this sense of it was grounded. It was not it was not a high. It was not like, I'm going to go there and then I'm going to feel better. I already felt good and I already was committed, but I knew that Vancouver wasn't aligned anymore and Canada wasn't aligned. And even Costa Rica was nice, but it wasn't my place. And so I got to Greece and it took some time to, to land. And now I just feel like I'm at home and I'm, I feel at home in Rome. Aww. That rhymes at home in Rome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at home in Europe and it's not a high. It's not chasing a high. So yes, there are those external things to look at of like, wait, where am I out of alignment in my friendships, in my relationships, in my home, in my, where I live, all the, all these factors, (laughs) but, but then there's the inner, there's like the outer things that, that, that need shifting, but also the inner, the beliefs about yourself, self, the thoughts about yourself, your ways of being. So there's your old Mm. ways of being your old habits that are actually hurting you staying in a toxic relationship that, you know, in your body is no longer or, or not in alignment. And you keep going back for table scraps because you haven't learned how to be with the pain or the discomfort or the void that you feel in those moments when you, when the codependency kicks in and you want another hit of heroin. So it's like take, taking responsibility for those old ways of being that are hurting you or the, you know, feeling stressed out and then binge eating versus actually being able to know how to be with your body, how to regulate your nervous system, how to actually feel your feelings. Like if you don't have a relationship with these parts of yourself, you're patterns are going to be leading your life. 
those are the old ways of being that need to change in order for you to create an aligned life. And it's, it doesn't mean they're gone forever. You are patterns like your saboteur will still rear her head. She rears her head. Like when I'm dating or when I'm, um, when I'm, you know, living in Greece and every once in a while in these fearful thoughts, but I don't actually follow her. I don't, I don't choose the old ways of being that I used to choose. I see them. I know them intimately. I pause. I feel my feet on the ground. I take a breath and then I course correct. I either go in and feel my feelings and tend to my heart if it needs to be tended to, or I make a new choice. It's so awesome in the reclamation right now, my three-month program, all the women are freaking out about learning how to say it's just a no for me. And they're like, this is the most life-changing thing I've ever learned. <laughs> and they're like, this has changed everything for me. I get to say it's just a no for me. And I'm like, wow, how sad yeah. is that? Like, It's, it's our culture. heartbreaking that women don't know how to say no and don't think they can say no. And then men are just like, saying no and yes to whatever they feel called to. Of course, it, there's some men that are people pleasers in that as well. But but for the most part, like most women don't know how to actually say no without being mean or like ghosting or do like actually not being able to just say, hey, thank you so much, but it's a no for me. You know, thank you for the coffee. It's a no for me. Thank you for the invitation to your wedding. It's a no for me. I hope you have a beautiful time. Let's catch up when you get back. Like just yeah. being able to that alone will change the whole course of your freaking life being able to like, but you have to be connected to your heart and be able to sit still and have enough space to be able to feel and hear what your nose are, right? Most of us, like our body's constantly giving us no signals, but most of us are so used to just trumping those feelings and be like, okay, I'm just gonna like swallow that and shove it in the back corner and not actually honor and follow it. But you don't get to experience alignment until you have the courage to follow your heart. I have cur, the root of the word courage. Well, it's kind of the root, but the French word cur, which means heart um, tattooed on my wrist. It's my favorite word, but it's, it's about like living a life where you're following your cur, where you have the courage to listen to your heart, to hear your heart, to tend to your heart and to follow your heart so that you get to know what alignment feels like. If you feel shitty all the time because your patterns are running the show and you're always anxious and you're always stressed and you're always busy and you're always on the go and you're always taking care of everyone but yourself and you haven't felt your feelings that are all like a giant bucket of emotion that you've never mm -hmm. tended to, you are not going to be able to know what alignment feels like because you're at so far out of alignment. Right. So getting into relationship with you and creating these new ways of being and getting, and then doing the reflecting on the container that is your life. And is it aligned that like, once you know, alignment, I said this at the beginning, like out of alignment is so fucking obvious when I'm dating. Right. Like I go on dates and I know when someone is like, I went my very first date. I went on a date with this French guy and you know, not, it's not about him. It's not about the other person. As soon as we sat down, we had, you know, intellectual conversation. I felt nothing in my heart. I felt nothing in my body. And I was like, thank you so much for the glass of wine. Have a great night. And then I left and I goodbye. Like, it's just like not nothing against him, but it was just there was no feeling there. And for me, like feeling is what matters the most. And so, and now I'm having the opposite experience where I'm getting to know someone and dating them. And it's the like, what? 
I can't, I'm not going to go too far into it today, but it's like blowing my heart wide open and it's, but it's not fantasy. It's just, I'm anchored in myself and I'm getting to experience so much pleasure and so much feeling seen and met and adored and cherished. And just, it's this like slow, organic unfolding of getting to know someone who actually feels aligned. And I wouldn't know this feeling if I wasn't so aligned in myself. That's what's so funny to me about the journey to partnership. If how, how will I know if someone is aligned or right for me, if I don't even know myself, like, and and I had, you know, and it recently so many conversations with, with women who are literally in that like dilemma, like, well, how do I know? How do I know if someone's right for me? How, how do I, what if I don't know? And it's like, that's the sign. If you're asking those questions, that's the sign of not being connected to yourself. And I have so much compassion and I wanted to bring this in that self-love is actually about having compassion for yourself, right? If you are beating yourself up about your patterns, you are embarrassed or ashamed. You know, I had this conversation with a client last night about my ex. I mean, I got back together and broke up with the same person 17 times over the course of three years right? Like I could have had a lot of shame around it. And I did have some that I had to work through for sure. But what ended up happening was the grace of saying, oh my God, this wasn't a personality flaw, right? This is the direct result of my trauma. And I am not alone. I am not the only woman on the planet who has gone through this. And there is a freaking path of healing. Yes. And that's what the path, that's what the podcast, that's what our work is that no one is doomed. No one is stuck. You're not destined to be single or out of alignment and it is work and will take effort and intention. And it's because I said this in the last episode, the conditioning of women is to be the self-sacrificing good girl. And if you don't know your no, you won't know your yes. And I wanted to say that about both of our moves, that it wasn't from fantasy. However, it was from our deep desires for more for ourselves. And women are afraid. We're not only afraid to say no, we're afraid to deeply say yes. Right. We're afraid. You're afraid to take those chances to claim the things that you want to desire more for your life because it's risky, right? What's our conditioning? Who the hell does she think she is? Right. Like what, what's, um, happening for her? Like we're afraid of, there's another fear, afraid of judgment, but guess what? All of those things that I said earlier, the fear of abandonment, the fear of rejection, the fear of judgment, all of that goes away when that's not how you're relating to yourself right? You're rejecting yourself every time you say yes. When you mean, no, you're rejecting yourself. Every time you pretend to be someone you're not, you're abandoning yourself. Every time you put someone else first over your own needs and wants and desires, and you are judging yourself all day long. So then if it's happening outside of you, it just reflects what's happening inside and hurts that much more rather than if someone judges you for something you're at peace with in yourself, you don't give a shit. Like it it doesn't, it doesn't even stick. And when you like, that's so important about the no and, and building self-trust is a daily practice coming into alignment is a daily practice. Like, please don't listen to this episode and now like uproot everything in your life, right? Take your journal out and take an honest inventory and figure out what's most important to you and what you value and, and with a relationship, it's not a checklist, but what do you need in order to be happy 
in a relationship and it's usually not just a warm body sleeping next to you. Right. And keep listening to the podcast and keep listening to all of our episodes where we've talked about this, about the patterns that are keeping you stuck and get to know them so that you can actually have choice. And this is hard work. It's hard work for any women, regardless of, yes, if you have a whole personal trauma history, it's going to be even harder for you. But now we're just in the collective wounding of women. I mean, we're in a collective wounding where even having happy relationships is like threatening to society. Women being full and happy. This is why we both love Untamed so much because this is all she talked about. And my, one of my favorite lines from that book is she's like, if you're not full of yourself, what the hell are you full of? Yes. Other right? people's, other people's shit, uh-huh. other people's ideas. And, and yeah. sometimes the journey is like, what am I carrying? That's not mine. And I will say I, I was, you know, I've done a lot of work around my mother <laughs> um, and, my, and my childhood. And as my, I'm going to cry now. As my due date gets closer, I'm feeling the magnitude like of the healing I've done. And then this like next level of purging where I am just spending so much time of like, what do I not want to carry from the lineage of women in my life? And like, I'm parenting a girl, like, what do I, what am I going to take a stand for? Because I can teach, right. We all, this, this was my childhood. My parents said all the right things, but there was no modeling there was no embodiment. There was no consistency. Kids watch everything that you do. And I'm so sick of people saying, I'm going to do it differently than my parents did. Okay, great. That's a great intention. But if you haven't done any work on yourself, if you're not embodied, if you haven't cleaned up what's going on inside of you, it doesn't matter if you have that intention because then that kid's going to challenge the fuck out of you, right? And you're going to get off kilter because I just have been in this such like, sensitive place now I'm two months away now Mm -hmm. of like what is most important to me and then those are the conversations I'm having with Andrew and I can't even imagine people having kids with someone who's not I mean first of all having a child with someone who's not aligned with you like what the fuck like that is so scary let alone I mean all of it looking for something outside of you to make you happy so what's keeping you from an aligned partner first is that You think I'll be happy when I'll be worthy, when I'll be enough, when I'll be lovable, when rather than I'm all of those things right now, my life is mine, right? How do I want to live? And I need the time to drown out the noise, right? If you are feeling sensitive and insecure, the last thing you should be doing is going on Facebook, (laughs) right? Like if you are feeling sensitive, insecure, the last thing you should be doing is trying to make any decisions, right? Notice that that's how you're feeling and stop and pause and go in, right? That's the magic pause long enough to say, okay, what's going on for me rather than that, that child maiden energy of going out. What do you think I should do? And what do you think I should do? And what does Google say and YouTube say, and, and what is, what do other people say? You know, we all like, we're going to do the episode about stop asking your friends for dating advice, but everyone has an opinion about how a woman should live her life. And the only one whose opinion matters is your own. Like the only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself when you go to bed at night. And both Kate and I, you've heard our journeys. We didn't wake up like this. (laughs) We know we we both have worked very, very, very hard. And if you're just listening to the podcast now, both Kate and I, our first couple episodes, we interview each other and go much more deeply into each of our paths and stories of how we got to where we are. 
but we have both overcome so much. And I think the main message here too, is no matter where you are on your path, there's a way through, there is a path to aligned partnership. And you probably have to stop doing whatever you've been doing, thinking is the answer, but there is nothing more magnetic than a woman who loves herself is full of herself is doing the things that actually makes her happy first. Cause someone can feel that on a date. Men can feel if you're objectifying them, right? If you're on the date, just hunting for a husband, someone, to, and they can feel if you are not happy and you're in lack and you want them to make you feel better. And there are some men who want to be daddy for you, right? So it doesn't mean that that's going to scare them away, but that's not going to attract an aligned partner. Yeah. I have so many things to say. I hope I remember them to all of the beautiful things you said, like becoming an aligned partner to yourself, because if you, if you aren't in an aligned partnership with yourself, then even the independent women that are like, I'm not in fantasy, I don't need a man. And then they have a crush on someone. And then all of that goes out the window and they're waiting by their phone for the next text. When you have an aligned partnership with yourself and you have an aligned life with yourself and you feel good within yourself and you have a relationship to yourself, that doesn't happen. You, you, there, you don't attract games. You don't, you're not sitting by your phone waiting for validation right. because you don't need validation because you're sourced within yourself. So your relationships aren't there to validate your sense of self-worth because you're anchored in it. So I wanted to say that. And then also, I can't believe you're two months away. Like what the hell? That's so <laughs> crazy. And just thinking times. Like, it's like, yeah, <laughs> all coming up times, now. Like I can't even imagine how much your life is going to change and you're just going to be the best mom in the world. And I think like everything you said about, I mean, this girl is so fucking blessed and she chose you. I'm sure her soul chose you. She's very smart. <laughs> um, but, but the, the thing you said about parenting and about it's nice to have an intention of like changing everything that your parents said, not what usually happens is recapitulation avoidance, yeah. where it's like people's parents were really helicopter parents. So then they become really aloof parents or their parents were really aloof. So they become helicopter parents. Like you, you do the opposite pattern with the intention of doing the opposite of your parents. But when you've done the deeper healing and the, the recalibrating your relationship within you, it, I mean, the same thing happens in romantic relationships. We have great intentions to have these big, beautiful mm. relationships. People throw these giant weddings and this big celebration and this grandiose everything of their love. And then what? Put no intention, no energy, no investment, no time into understanding themselves or how to have a healthy relationship. Like it's so dysfunctional, the whole system. It's so, that's fantasy. So I wanted to talk about- yeah the difference between you were talking about desire versus mm. fantasy. It's like the fantasy addict of the saboteur, all the aspects of the saboteur are your, are your patterns trying to control love and the relationship and people's perceptions of you in your life versus you actually being in your life, living your life, enjoying your life. And the fantasy addict is painting a picture of the person they're on the date with, painting a picture of what's possible, painting a picture of the future, painting a picture of what they imagine is happening versus, so, so coming back to where we, where we were living and where we moved to, like it wasn't the fantasy addict would be like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to go over there. I need to go to North Carolina because my life's going to be way better and it's coming from lack, like we talked about right. earlier. 
versus your desire is like you're anchored in yourself and then you get to feel all the like the well of turn on and things that light you up and desires in your body. Your fantasy is in your head. So if you're on the mm. date, checking that checking those boxes being like, okay, well, this guy's six foot four and he's got beautiful blue eyes and he's, you know, paying the bill and he's funny and he's successful and he's, you know, da, 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 da. And your, your attention and focus is on him. You are in your head psychoanalyzing it from the fantasy addict herself or the controller or the shapeshifter or the different aspects of the saboteur, as opposed to being anchored and rooted in your body being connected to your heart, being connected to your desire and knowing when your heart feels good in relationship with someone, when you feel like, ooh, this connection feels really good. That feeling we talked about earlier of being relaxed, feeling at home in yourself, feeling, and it just feels easeful and it feels interesting and curious, but it's not there, it's not, it's like, ooh, okay, I, my desire. So I think of this, this beautiful soul that I'm having experiences with right now. It's like my desire to, to have conversations with a man where I feel like really interested in our conversations and we can talk and talk and talk because I love to talk about everything. That's why we have a podcast. Like I, he's like the same. And it's so beautiful and our conversations never end and it's so meaningful. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know men were like this. Like it's so <laughs> it's such a cool experience. So it's like mm -hmm. being anchored in yourself and then you get to be met with who you really are. But most women don't even know who they really are. They don't know right. they don't right. have that anchoring within to be able to be like, oh, this is what met feels like. And and then the last thing I want to say that about what you said is um it, oh okay what was it? Fantasy being in your head. Oh, work. Okay. Doing the work on yourself. And, and, and it is, it's, it is, it's a lot. And I just want to speak to the fact that I think it's a lot more fucking work to be not who we are. Yes. Like it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of commitment. And that's like the, the, the most intense yes. part is showing up for ourselves over and over and over again, even when it feels hard, being willing to feel the pain, being willing to be vulnerable, even when you feel like you're going to die. And like the idea of sharing what's really going on feels impossible. It's like when we, when we are committed, mm -hmm. honest with ourselves and have the courage to keep showing up over and over and over again, you get to experience the beauty and magnitude of who you are and the epic life you're meant to live. Yes. But when you are living in your saboteur patterns and your inner child's running your life and you're in this place of disconnection from who you really are and trying to get the world around, blame the world around you for how you feel and get the world around you to make you feel better. When you're operating from that place, you are, um, wait, I don't know. My train of thought. What was I? When you're operating from your saboteur, you're out of alignment. You're out of alignment. Yeah. <laughs> and you're never going to have, you're never going to feel how you want to feel. Yes. Like it is so different. So, um, it, oh no. Okay. It was, it was about work. It's like, that's way more fucking work operating in your saboteur, operating in your protective mm -hmm. mechanisms, operating from your inner child. Life is so much harder. Like you, Abraham Hicks talks about you're paddling upstream. It's like mm. life just wants to like carry you down the stream on this beautiful, tranquil journey. Sometimes it's wild and bumpy and adventure. Sometimes it's calm and peaceful, but it's downstream. But, but when your saboteur is in charge, you are paddling upstream. Yes. It is so much harder. It's so much more exhausting. That is work. 
So um, I just want to tell you, I did, I think I mentioned this last week, but I have a, I have my Saboteur Masterclass coming up and I'm going to, we're going to link it below this episode because it's in two weeks. Uh, it's the June 20th week. Uh, it's a five day masterclass, totally free. Every day I go live for about 75 minutes and we're going to get intimate with every aspect of your Saboteur. And this masterclass, if you, even if you've done it before, it's, there's always new stuff that comes through, but totally life-changing for you to understand how you're operating from myth alignment so that you can actually get into alignment with yourself. Um, and so you can attract aligned love. So anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I was waiting for you to remind them of that. <laughs> 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 that, that that was coming up and we, we love you so much. And if you are just, I mean, it is vulnerable to decide you're not going to hold back anymore, you know? And I, I think that's the last thing I want to say that alignment is actually a state of fearlessness right that I this is who I am and I and I've been thinking a lot you know Angie and I are coming up on five years married I was thinking about our first date you know he came on um one of the one of my calls in my dating program and actually talked about our first dates and like what it was like for him like the male you know his his perspective and all I kept thinking about is neither of us held back it's to make me cry again you know, that like that, like, the, I'm sure your people are seeing, you're seeing aligned partnerships in your life. And I'm sure you're seeing misaligned partnerships in your life, but alignment is mostly about no holding back. Like yeah. this, this is who I am bringing all of who you are to the table and waiting long enough, like trusting you only want the person who's going to come sit at the table with you, who wants everything that you have to offer and yes. brings themselves full, fully to Otherwise, many of you are unwilling to even sit at the table. You're running around the table, right? Trying to find someone to sit with you or you're full of all those stories of who do I have to be? And, and you know, Kate and I don't promote any of that dating advice that essentially just makes, I mean, watch out for any dating advice that has you feel worse about yourself mm -hmm. or has you think you have to be someone different than who you are, right? Are there behaviors that work and behaviors that don't? Yes, right? But saying not to be in your inner child or being your saboteur is not asking you to be different than who you are. It's actually saying that isn't who you are. So let's teach you how to be who you are because that's what's going to attract aligned partnership. Yeah. So we love you. Sign up for her masterclass. It's always unbelievable. And the women from all over the world that are connecting in the groups, it's so phenomenal. Yeah. That's the most important thing to us. Like you can't do this alone yes. and Stay tuned for a lot more great episodes. You know what to do if you loved it. Share it with someone else. Tell all your friends. <laughs> Lots of love and we'll see you next see week. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.